You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time. You found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Hi, this is Marcos over at Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to Mousecapades. Last Harry Potter book, I cried twice. We are both elementary school teachers. So stop being a jerk and do your homework. <laughs> Two brave men and women's field. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. It's Saturday morning, and we're going to have a super califragilistic day. We're going to shoot some rumors and news and history at you today, and try to see if we can keep up with Dave. Dave, we love you, and you know you're welcome to come back and do history anytime, but we're going to try to bring some history. I know the people love it. We love it. We love to talk about it and just see what happened back in time. So I'm going to let Nick start because he's got some exciting news or rumors. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff. You know, this week a lot has happened in the Disney world. Um, One thing that I, you know, when I read this article, I really never think of this person. Honestly, because I just never think of this job at Disney World or Disneyland. But, Vicky, did you know that uh, Disneyland actually has a band director? I did not know that, but I did know there was a band director for Disney World, so that would make sense that they would have one in Disneyland, too. My kids got to see the band at Disney World. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's pretty amazing. No, I've seen only on, uh, like, uh, Periscope. When uh, Ethan is uh, periscoping, okay, I he, sometimes he'll capture the, I guess the band with their quads and their brass and stuff like that, just marching down the streets. I never, but you never see them with a director. Like there's never anyone actually directing them. It's just them playing. playing. Or maybe I just don't see the director. Well, I don't know. You should watch because generally one person is leading, and usually it's with an instrument. Okay. They don't necessarily have the person like you would think, like at a band concert for high school or even at the St. Louis Symphony. Um, but they are directing. They're directing like with head nods or even um, my son does this with his saxophone when he works in groups. And one time groups, at band camps? So if I get this straight, so check this out. This guy, okay, so his name is Stan Freeze. He's retiring after a 43-year-long uh, career with Disney. He was basically spotted by Disney playing a tuba uh, in concert at the White House. And this is for President Nixon. Hey, Old Man River. That's how far back this guy's this guy goes. So, again, as always, even back then, you know how Disney, they capture people like from YouTube and stuff like that and bring them on if they have a, a unique set of skills. Here's a guy, Stan Freeze, who was spotted playing a tuba in the White House for President Nixon. And Disney's like, hey, we want you to come be part of our team and become a band director for Disneyland. And he spent 43 years as the band director with Disneyland. It's pretty awesome. I would like to do a job like that because I love teaching, don't get me wrong, um, but I love music just as much. And wow, to be able to do something that you love that much all day long for 43 years and just be happy and see kids. Because I could do both that I love, the music and the kids. That would be Well, this guy... 
he goes on, uh, he's quoted saying that, you know, he never had a bad day. He's very lucky. He said, hey, you know, I'm very lucky to, to have had this job and, and to fall into a job like this. I never had a bad day. I maybe had a bad hour, but I never had a bad day. That's a pretty awesome job. I know, right? I wish, of I wish we could say the same thing, right? We're talking about bands, okay? This is a good segue. Uh, sounds like summer concert series event, you know, that takes place June 5th through July 23rd every single year. The 2016 lineup is online. You can actually see this. Uh, just go ahead and you can you can hit this up at wdwinfo.com uh, or you can just Google the Summer Series concert uh, and you'll come up with a list. But it's basically the same bands that come back year after year. They're good, though. I saw the... Uh, I'm not sure if I saw the Journey one. I think I saw the Journey one when we were there in 2009. But when you're there, you, there's a Boston tribute band. And I love Boston. I, Boston's great. Yeah. That would be awesome to watch. So yeah, June 5th, um, Boston tribute band. June 12th, a salute to the Eagles. The 19th of June, you have Fleetwood Mac. 25th of June, you have a tribute to Tina Turner. I don't know what that's going to be like. That'd be awesome. Um, July 2nd, you have the Bee Gees. Uh, July 10th. Uh, Bruce Springsteen and the 17th Journey. Now these aren't the actual bands, Vicky. Right, listeners. right. These are all just tribute bands. So don't but go, the, don't go there thinking you're going to see, see the actual band because it's, they're all tributes. But it's Disney, so they're going to make sure that it's a close uh, person that can make it sound like that's really them. They're, the Bruce Springsteen person is going to sound. I mean, you can YouTube some of the concerts from the past and check it out, and and it sounds pretty. Close to the well, look at this! Artist. Look at this picture here. Uh, the uh, Bon Jovi tribute. It has a picture of the band. He actually looks like Bon Jovi. That's what I'm saying. He looks just like him, just younger, but looks just like him. But I think that they it's seek amazing. that out. They want to make it as um, real as it was with the real people. Right now, this YouTube tribute. I didn't see that on the list. Did you? You two? I don't see you two on there, but they have a picture of you two. Maybe it's uh, tribute. Years. He looks like Elton John, yeah, doesn't he? Is. Oh my gosh! So check that out if you're out there this summer. There are plenty of bands that you can check out, and I believe. Um, Did you say it's at the Epcot? Yeah, the I was Royal gonna Showcase. say. Yeah, this is at Epcot. Yeah, yeah, this is always at Epcot, the Royal Showcase. So check it out there. Uh, you can't miss it. Um, one thing I want to talk about, you know, so here is an example of, and I, I'm not trying to sound sexist here. It's just, you know, even being a teacher, I'm being completely honest, being a male teacher, it's, if something happens to you, and I've seen it year after year, yeah, Yeah. way too many times, especially for the males, you're guilty until proven innocent. Right. If some, if some charge is brought up against you, it really is. And I think society is almost gone that way. You know, everyone in society, you're guilty until you can be proven innocent and, and, and it should be the other way around. Because it is supposed to be that way. Right. You know, you're innocent until proven guilty. But here is a story out of Orlando. And this was at Disney Springs, I think, last July, Vicky, if I'm not mistaken. You had a guy. And you heard Dave and I talk about this. Um, You know, that lady that was found in the bushes uh, claimed that she was raped by a man. And she didn't know how she got there. Um, It was behind the House of Blues. So you have this guy. He was charged with rape in this case. And he claims, and he does to this day, I saw the lady lying there and I was trying to help her. I was trying to grab anything to cover her up because she was naked. Right. Okay. So he was charged with rape. This has almost gone on a full year. Actually, it wasn't charged with, I guess, sexual battery rape. 
Uh, it's such a fine. They have so many names for it. It's something sex that. Anywho, so on March 11th, there was a motion to dismiss this case because um, the girl that was found completely nude uh, behind the House of Blues uh, dropped the charges. She she just dropped the charges, well, so they dismissed the case. Maybe she finally had a conscience. And- so this guy still stands firm to this day that you know, no, I was trying to help this lady. Now the lady dropped the charges because she claims that she can't remember uh, what Sounds happened. To me, that night. like she was a little well off. So I don't know, you know, and what's sad about this? He's still going to have that on his record. They have his name posted everywhere, everywhere, but not hers. But not hers. What about the lady that's lying about it? Well, supposedly. I mean, right. because why would you drop the charges unless you were actually lying about it and you're just rolling with the punches? Like, yeah, he did rape me, you know? Right. And it's so sad to me that that man's name is posted everywhere, but not hers. You know, it's just, it's, it's completely wrong. So, and I, and I read in some other articles that she was just rolling with the punches. That she, you know, didn't remember where she was. She had a man that showed up to uh, basically take care of her. Police basically just inferred, and she's inferring, oh, he's he's there trying to harm me, right? right? And so she's like, yeah, this man's trying to harm me. Well, it doesn't look good anyway. Okay, so just, and, and I'm a woman, and I can say this. So she's by the House of Blues, which obviously has adult beverages. Right. So she could have partook of quite a few adult beverages and actually took off all her clothes if she was well enough off and just fell asleep there or passed out. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then this poor man's name is splattered all over the media. And even though they're, the char- charges are dropped, his name's been out there. Yeah, so. And not hers. Not hers at all. So we have, um, it was just I don't know. I don't want to call her a liar because we just don't know right. the whole story. Well, she could still. have had a mental. We don't right. know. We don't know. But this guy's life is ruined yes. because of an accusation guilty until proven innocent but not hers when she's making the false claim right. and she gets away with it right like where's her name everywhere yeah because it doesn't say that she's going to be charged with anything so it, for, for uh it, it dropping just, the charges it just kind of bugs me you know no I mean, and i understand and and a lot of people that this happens in our society now no you're 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 right you know you're right um Let's go to uh, the COO, the Chief Operating Officer of Disney, Tom Staggs. Steps down. Yeah, he is stepping down. over 20 years of service to Disney. The heyday, basically, of Disney. You're talking the last 20 years. So you're talking um, mid-90s all the way through. So he came in at the tail end of, like, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Right. right when Disney was on the upside. Like, yep. And then it just soared from there. So you have a man who's been with Disney through the basically now the the second generation of glory years for Walt Disney and the company. Why is this man stepping down? Doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. So you, and he's in line to become the next CEO. He's going to take over Iger's job. He was going to take over Iger's job. But now he's not because he's but gone. Now he's not. So you have the chief operating officer, Tom Staggs, who's stepping down. Which totally just perplexed me. Now, the board of directors basically said um, that they didn't feel that he had the skills required to maintain Disney's creative momentum. Get out. Take your seatbelt off and get out. I don't know. Did I'm not something right. I'm. Well, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, 
we know he's been there for during their second second gen glory years. You know, the, basically the the renaissance years, if you want so to. So they're call just it. figuring it out. I mean, it's it's strange. It's like it's very strange. It took something, twenty years to figure this out, or something else happened. Something else happened, man. Had to have happened. You know, the board years ago did the same thing to Roy Disney. If you right, remember that, right? Right. Uh, he stepped down as well because he just wasn't getting along. I don't know. I think that this person had a falling out somehow. Obviously. Uh, now, Tom Stagg says that this was a mutual decision with everyone. He'll be hanging on still with, uh, with Iger, uh, I think to like the end of the fiscal year. Okay. Um, and then he's okay. just moving on. I, I, I don't get or it. Or he could have got a better offer. We don't know. I'm sure it'll come out because when you're in the public like this, it eventually comes out. Why would you want to leave Disney? I, I don't know. That has to be a pretty big offer. I mean, huge. No, I don't know. I mean, you have, like, see, you have Shanghai Disney open, opening up, right? It's opening up, what, next month? No, two months. Yeah, but how do we know? You Universal have... didn't ask him for, give him a better offer to come over there. Ooh, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that at all. That's what I'm saying, so. And I will say, I think Universal is on the up and up. I really do. Right. So, I mean, I could totally see them trying to steal somebody that helped Disney get to where right. they are today. Right. Because, I mean, I've been seeing more and more advertising for them, more than I ever have in the speaking, past. Speaking of Universal, so I had a dream the other night. Right. I, I've never been to Universal. I really want to go. I hope the listeners aren't screaming at me right now. But I just want to see what it's like. Um, Even Spokesman goes to me. So, anywho. So, I, I had this, this dream about a ride, a concept that they could build at Universal. So, they bought out the whole Nintendo series. Right. They own the rights to Nintendo. You know the technology that's on the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland that isn't... The, the Jeeps are not on a track. They're on sensors. Okay. On Okay, so it's, 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 it's a sensor that that basically the, the, the Jeep follows. Okay. And there's like a bazillion different, I guess, directions. They're, what I'm trying to say is the ride is never the same, like, not even twice, like a million times. Like, oh, okay. it's, it's whole different probabilities of how the ride's going to go. They could do the same thing with a Nintendo ride, a Mario Kart ride, oh, okay. where you get on a cart and you can actually shoot the player next to you, beside you, to get around them. Oh, okay. And de- de- deter- you know, depending on what you do as the user, right, with getting rid of people in front of you and behind you, determines if the computer leaps forward the next cart or not. Oh, okay. You know, so what you do in that cart, so you're determines- actually in a real life right, and game. you're actually moving around like you're on a track. That would be cool. And you spin around if you get hit and you see the people pass you and stuff where it looks like they're almost going to hit you, but they go around you. Yeah. You know, I just think that would be really cool. That would be cool. That would be awesome. And now you just gave it away and something's going to hit And Disney, we're talking about apps. Right. And I mentioned this. Um, I Disney needs to make the Magic Band interactive with the apps. I think if they could create a game or something yeah. where you could touch your Magic Band on the, on the phone and where it would, senses yeah. it. And you hear the chime, the ching, you know, right. and you get into the app. And you, I, I, They could do, I think, a lot more with those Magic Band apps to make you feel, give you that personal approach. Well, and maybe they're easing into it. Who knows? But I, we have plenty of them at home that are still activated because when you go on My Disney Experience, I can see that they're all accurate. I know. Yeah. It, it's insane. I have a whole are... list. I have a whole list. And they're the same color. Why didn't I change that? So we digress. So we have Stags. who has been with the company for 26 years. And he began his career in strategic planning, which is a position that I've been trying to get in for over two years. Yes, and that's a hard nut to crack. 
Um, but uh, I've been trying to get that position for a long time. Um, and he worked his way up as COO, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy that a man that's put in 26 years is mysteriously stepping down mutually, mutually, you know, there's not something we'll find out. So it always comes out. It, it does. It always comes out. Let's talk about, you want to go here or? Yeah. No, that's fine. You want to go there? I would, that was good for me. Well, um, apparently. No, no, it did happen. It did happen. There's no apparent. Sorry. There's no apparent. In Disneyland Paris, an employee died while working on the electricity in the Haunted Mansion attraction. And sadly, he, um, well, he was... 45 years old. Yeah, that's really sad. Anyways, electrocuted, but he was there for a day before anybody found him. This is true. So, okay, so in in Paris, it's not called the Haunted Mansion. It's the exact same thing. It's called the Phantom Manor. And this happened at Disneyland Paris... They, they say it happened around 10 a.m. last Saturday. Um, police are still investigating the incident, but it's believed that he was electrocuted while working behind the scenes. So was the, the ride the shut down? Because that's confusing. No, no. He was there for a day. And the it, it from what I understand, it did not shut down until they found the body. Right. So he's, but he's working on the electricity. Right. How could the ride be? It was the lighting. Oh, okay. So who knows if he finished the lighting and... He was finishing up, and he was done, and he was packing up his stuff, and maybe he touched something he wasn't supposed to. And see, this is what scares Who me about Joey going into knows? this kind of field. It just, it's, it's very sad. I, I gotta say, it's very sad. Do you think he's gonna haunt the place now? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I wonder, you know, that <laughs> to, to die in the haunted mansion, though, that's creepy. He died in the happiest place on earth, so I'm sure he was smiling. That's creepy. And see... This is an episode I want to talk about. Yes, I know. Deaths at Disney World. And there's more of them than we realize. Oh, there's a ton more. People actually take their own lives on purpose. Maybe this guy did. Makes me so sad. Maybe this guy did. Maybe so. We don't know. No, you don't know. I don't want to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean people. I'm just saying. No, I. Maybe he left a note and they'll know. They know and we don't. Maybe which is going to if he did take his life. I I doubt it though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. Makes me sad. Too many deaths going on in the happiest place on earth. Lately. It really is, dude. To be forty-five, I mean, I couldn't imagine. Like seriously, I can't imagine going too to, close, going to work one day, like having the best job in the world. But maybe he not didn't even think you have, that. not you even, even not know. even if you have the crappiest job in the world. It doesn't matter. Just leaving, and I don't know if this kid or if this guy had a wife and kid or or multiple kids. I don't know, but to leave to go to work one day and not, you know, not return. I mean. That's awful. But here's one thing that I do know is he died at work, so he's going to get more of a, like, they're going to have to pay for it. I know that all the time because my husband's always like, if I die at work, don't worry about me. You'll be better off because I get more money. Your husband tells you that? Yes. He's like, if you die on the job, because he works so many hours. And he's like, if I die and oh I got gosh. a computer in my hand, check and see if it, you know the company's on names on there. I don't, I won't throw it out under, uh, you know. No, nah, it's all good. Dude. Onto the podcast, but so let's go. Let's go over to Summer's package offer. Okay, I talked about this a few episodes ago. It's a great deal. Um, if if you haven't heard already, Disney's offering uh, a kid summer uh, package offer, which you can get the All Star Resorts one. Uh, now, why is this saying? It's saying 1880. So that's that's the most expensive one. So you can get it for under a thousand dollars. What it includes is a three night stay and I did not tickets see this one. and tickets. It's a three night stay and tickets. 
and it costs like $998. Now, if you do the dining plan, like just the the, uh, quick, serve. the quick service, it's like $1,200. If you do the um, quick service plus one sit-down meal, it was like $1,440 or something like that. I don't, I can't, oh, you can I go back. I did not read this one at all. This is awesome. You can go back and listen to one of the later episodes, but uh, it's just a few episodes ago. I think I was with Jeff. I was, ta- I was with Jeff. We we're talking Star Wars. That's what it was. And we did some news afterwards. But if you want with the most expensive meal, um, where you had like three sit-down services, right. it came out to like seventeen hundred, eighteen. But it was real cheap. But it's only for three nights. I know. It's only for three nights, and to get the whole experience, my this is my opinion. If you want the whole Disney experience, five day minimum. Minimum. Like that's uh, yeah. the minimum I would do it. I would. I typically want six to seven. So because when my brother went, he did one day. He didn't even scratch the surface. So he hears all these stories and his kids hears all our stories and he needs to go back. I mean, he just needs, you know, yeah, I would say at least five days, but you know me, I'm longer than that. So additional Fast Pass Plus can be soon made from your My Disney Experience app. We've talked, we talked about, about that. that. We've talked yeah. about that on, you know, we've got your apps covered right. episode a few episodes ago. So look for that to be coming down shortly. It's April 10th. Okay. So that's right around the corner. Which is tomorrow. Oh. No, it's today. April 10th is today. When, today? No, when the, when, when the listeners are listening to this, it will be today. The 10th is Sunday the 10th. Oh, Sunday's the 10th. Oh. So tomorrow... I am correct. we are in our jammies, not at work. Oh. You know, women are always right, by the way. And no, you have not. And you have this recorded, so... <laughs> Anywho, dates are announced for the Disney Early Morning Magic Experience if you want to partake. It's only going to cost... Man, how much was it going to cost you? It's going to cost you $69 for an adult, for just, $49 yeah, for, for a child. Yeah, on top of the hundred and something dollar a day ticket. Right. It's not just that. It's on top of. You have to have a regular day ticket. They will not just let you in with the little armband or whatever they're getting. And what, is this, what does this include again? Three rides. Okay. Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan. And Seven Dwarfs, right? And Seven Dwarfs. Right, and then you eat at uh, Pinocchio's house. Yes, but it's not anything... There's nothing special with it. It's just a quick service breakfast. It's... That sounds kind of... Dum, 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 dum. I, I really know, think waffles. they want to maximize yeah, it. Chicken they and waffles? Bring in some, uh, bring in some characters. Some scrambled eggs. I don't think they're real scrambled eggs. <laughs> I don't hope they're like powdered eggs, you know? They need to bring in some characters, though. If I'm they're sure gonna they do will. That. You think they will? I'm sure they will. But they should for $69. They're robbing people. Anywho, so yeah, $69 for adults, $49 for, no, $59 for children. I was wrong. $59 it for was children. It was $49. They raised it. It was $49 it two was weeks ago. Because you said, let's round it That's to $50. That's right. Ugh, that makes me upset. So Nick could try this when he's there, but they, know, we won't. They did raise expensive. the price on children. Yeah, that is another 10 awful. Bucks. I'm shocked they didn't, I'm shocked they didn't raise it. I wonder if they had a lot of people pre-registered. I don't know, but he, check out the ages, because for people that maybe don't know this, ages of children are three to nine. So your 10-year-old is considered oh, an yeah. adult. Yeah. So you're going to be paying $69 like you would be. So if you're there in April, uh, April 26th, 30th, um, you can go ahead and partake in this early morning magic and spend the extra money. May, you have the 3rd, 7th, 14th, 17th, 21st, 24th, 28th, and 31st. And in June, 4th, 7th, 11th, 14th, 18th, 21st, 25th, 28th. So way more than we thought, originally thought. Right. It was originally Disney announced just only six days. So it that must have sold more. Here's why. Because when they add on, that all, they said it was like a 
pilot kind of thing for a couple spring months. June's right. not a spring month. That's three times as many dates as they originally announced. So I wonder if the, the dates before that they had on there have already started selling out. Right. Who knows, dude? Or so if they have a cap for that. If you want to play Disney's game and give them more money for... This isn't really even... I mean... To me, you're not gaining a better experience doing this. To me, this is stuff you can do anyway at the park. Um, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat, you can go ahead and do that, you know. So, and that's all I have with the rumors and news. Vicky, I'm going to try to do just as a good job as Dave did. I think it's about that time. Take us back. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. Okay, we're starting this day in history. April 2nd, 1954. Uh, plans for the Disneyland Park and TV shows are announced on ABC. The, the Disney boards approves ownership and financing. You remember this stuff, right? Well, I was going to ask you because you're a little bit younger than I am. So I used to watch reruns of this. Oh, yeah, me this too. Came, this was when my parents were little, but... My my dad ha- has bought I think the whole series. Like oh, he actually watches this awesome. on his Apple TV. That's very cool. And um, it, I for him I, I know, I know just looking at him, he's imagining himself being a little kid again, watching the old black and white. You know, because awesome. it is in black and white, and it's it's really cool. Right, Davy Jones was one of my dad's favorite shows. Oh, okay. That they used to show on the Disney on the Mickey Mouse Club. So, okay, yeah. So pretty neat, you know, just. I don't know. You watch those. You can YouTube those as well, listeners. Just look them up, dude. It was the the Disneyland uh, Park um, ABC, I, I guess. What would you call it? It was the shows. I it mean, was on Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Mickey Mouse Club and when Annette Finicello was on there. So let's see here. Um, this day in history, April 3rd, 1996. For all of our sports fans, you know, back then in 1996, I think the strike was going on back then too, oh, wasn't baseball, it? for sure. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it was a little bit before that, 94. Anywho, the city of Anaheim and the Walt Disney Corporation agree on a deal that will keep the Angels playing baseball in Anaheim until 2018. Now, that is just around the corner, yeah, Victor. That's my son so, Disney actually spent $88 million and the city contributed $30 million. Um, and this was to help finance a three-year renovation of the actual field. So we'll see. I don't. I, I forgot all about this, you know. So we'll see in 2018. Are they two years still away. gonna? I know. Are they still gonna be there? Who knows? I don't know. Look what happened to the Rams. I know, right? Yeah. Sad news. Yeah, and Los Angeles is just like thrown it in our face too. Like, oh, with I the know. Billboards I, all and the stuff. Yeah. St. Louis, you suck, and everything else. Yeah. How rude, you know? Seriously. Um, and we're not whining. You're just being mean. You know, yep. it's just downright mean. That's cruel. 1994. This was April 4th, 1994. Our good old boy, Michael Eisner, <laughs> temporarily assumes the title of President and Chief Operating Officer of Disney the day after Frank Wells dies. You know, Frank Wells, he died, I believe, in... Wasn't he in a, um, a climbing incident? He I died, actually don't remember. He died uh, doing something he actually loved, which was mountain climbing, right? Nah, dude, I, you know, we'll Dave, look it up. Dave, Dave is, would know this. Dave is probably yelling at me right now. We're sorry, Dave. You can come back on and talk about it. Dude, it was either a, a tragic flight 
uh, crash or a mountain climbing incident. I think it was one of the two. I know we love to climb. I think maybe it had maybe something so. to do with that. But um, anywho, that same year, The Lion King uh, was released in the summer of 1994. And they actually dedicated that film to No, I do Wells. remember that. I just didn't know who he was at the time. Now I'm more. April 5th, 1998, The Enchanted Tiki Room, under new management, is modified uh, for Disneyland's version of The Enchanted Tiki Room, and I almost said chicken room, <laughs> and it opens at the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. The attraction originally opened as Walt Disney's Tropical Serenade back on October 1st, 1971, the park's debut. But, uh, so, yeah, this is this is pretty cool. I love yeah, the Tiki Room. I, I go there the every... Garden. Yeah, we went for the first time because of you guys. Because we had never went. I Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You went for the first time because... Because of you guys talking about it. Because You've every... never been to the Tiki Room yes, until then? I went at Christmas because every time I'd say, let's go to that ride. And the kids would be like, oh, that don't look very fun. And this then we went in there. It's not a ride to show. Well, I know. But I mean, let's go on. Let's go wait in line because you would see people and they would be in and out as a pretty quick line. You don't have to wait too mm-hmm. long for the Tiki Room because it fits what? 200 people or something probably every show they do a show every oh i don't know i just felt like they show. kept shoving more people in the room <sighs> and saying scoot down scoot well that's down. what they do move to the center of the aisle and know? so um anyway yeah that was the first time we saw it and they really liked it they said oh mr Iman and mr gentilly just want us to watch a cheesy show but they did like it and they said it's they would cool go back. it's cool you know for the technology back then Right. Uh, they had the chest and the birds. Did you notice they're pumping in and yes. out? They're actually breathing. Right. And the eyes are actually moving around right. and no, stuff. Right. No, no. I oh agree my gosh. with you. It's, it's amazing what they actually did. I mean, Disney was truly an innovator. I mean, he took technology that was already built back then and made it better. Right. And, you know, it's just amazing. Imagine if he lived longer. So I grew up with this cartoon, and I absolutely love the creativity of this cartoon. April 6th, 1991, Disney's... Dark Wing Duck. It was an animated series, premiered on the Disney Channel, and I I absolutely love this cartoon. You know, have you watched this with the wacky little duck? You know, I don't think I did. A, duck Tales is what I was thinking of. Oh, Duck Tales is awesome as well. So, uh, you know, of this came Duck Tales as well. Oh. So I used to watch Duck Tales. I watched Dark Wing Duck. I mean, I used to come home from school and watch it every single day. And I, I grab a snack. I, re- I don't know why I remember this. Um, my it brother, was a great childhood. My brother memory. Jeremy probably isn't even listening to this anymore. I don't even know. But um, if you are, Jeremy, I remember you always telling me because I would come, I would come in from school, I'd go get a snack, and then watch Dark Wing Duck and Duck Tales. And he'd always tell me, "You're gonna get fat if you eat snacks every single day." <laughs> You know, but what kid <laughs> in elementary school snap. doesn't go to the food pantry? Or high know? school. You know, yeah, go to the pantry, get a snack out, sit on TV, watch their cartoons before right. they're doing homework. Yep. I mean, oh, speaking of, I got to give a shout out because I do know someone who does their homework as soon as they get home. You do? Yes. Tiffany, I know she's listening. She listens to our show every single weekend. It doesn't miss a show. Hi, Tiffany. She's one of my students. Listens to the show. She was telling me today, you know, Mr. Ryman, I listen to it every single weekend at soccer when I'm going to soccer practice or when she's coming back or whatnot. There's a girl that does her homework before she watches her shows. Right, Tiffany? <laughs> we hope so. Otherwise, <laughs> her mom's probably we're, laughing right gonna now. We're going to rat her out. So, anywho, um, April 7th, this is the last one. We're going to wrap it up with uh, this week in history. 
April 7th, 1939. I love this series. I think, again, my father's... Oh, I think he's purchased all of these. My listeners, are they know exactly what I'm talking about. It happened in the 30s. It's a series that I love. Disney's Silly Symphonies. Classic. Yep. The Ugly Duckling is released, but it's Disney's final Silly Symphony. They had to make room because they started recording for Disney's newest feature, Fantasia. Oh, wow. That's pretty interesting. We we use the Silly Symphony when we're doing folk tales. Hmm, do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. I... Um, a few of my, I use, I use like, um, oh my gosh, what was it? Uh, I watched with my class, The Three Little Pigs, you know, The Big okay. Bad Wolf, when we talk about fairy tales and stuff like that, and morals to a story. Colin's favorite silly symphony is The Funny Little Bunnies. I don't know that one. Seriously, though. Oh no, the funny, you got, it's an Easter one. It is awesome. Well, we use it for, especially with this group this year, um, we watched it twice with The Tortoise and the Hare. Mm-hmm. Because I had too many kids that thought being fast meant being the best. And then they would mess oh, yeah, up on their right. work. The in the and so um, one kid was actually able to surmise after watching it why I, I'm like, I picked this specifically for our class. Why would I pick this for our class? So have you ever watched that version in any other language besides English? I have not. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> it is funnier when you watch it in French. But do you know the other language? No, but the bunny, the hare, though, the rabbit. You know how you know how the rabbit already is. He's a jack. You know he's he's cocky, and you just want him to go away. I don't know what it is, but with a fresh with a French accent and his body language and his mannerisms, you just want to punch the television, (laughs) like because you get so angry at that hare. It's something about but he loses the, the, the dialect, huh? But he loses. Oh, I know. It's just something about the French language with that bunny rabbit or with that hare. In his body language, like I don't know, dude. It's it's hilarious. You gotta watch it. it. YouTube it right now. I'm gonna Uh, YouTube it in German. In German? Oh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't listened to it in German. They have to have it in other languages because of all the people that come to Disney World that speak in so many different languages, and we're trying to figure out which one they're talking in. So, uh, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Mousecapades podcast, the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. Our next episode um will be tomorrow with no and yeah we're gonna be recording get this this is pretty cool listeners you should leave it as a surprise no i can't i can't i gotta tell them this is dying he's like a little kid dude we actually i can't believe it we okay so i told dave we hit the big times when we had our first piece of hate mail (laughs) all right when we got our first piece of hate mail um this listener said you don't know what you're talking about you're always wrong blah 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 but what's funny is we're always reporting like what Disney's reporting so right. I don't know anywho so um, and, and I even asked that listener to come on the air right and set us straight because I think it would be I thought it would be a, a hilarious segment to do for sure you yeah. know because it's, it's gossipy and stuff like that I go you know prove us wrong right well she denied you know she said no I don't want to come on blah 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 I even gave her another chance to come on and she said that. so anywho uh, I don't know if she's listening. Probably not. But we made it. We made it the big times again because drumroll, please. We have snagged a cast member from Star Wars: The Force Awakens. That's like big news. Boosh! Mind blower, right? These two are going to be like two kids on Christmas Day on Sunday when they air this episode. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not even gonna like wanna. Are you gonna um, hold out till Monday and make everybody? I'm not even gonna wanna shower. <laughs> like seriously. I think your wife will have something. To you say know, about that. like I'm not even gonna going to disinfect my computer and my microphone after that because <laughs> I want that to stay on. You know, you it's gonna hilarious. be it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be absolutely amazing. I hope it is for all you Star oh Wars my. people. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. An actual cast member from. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yes, you heard it on the Mousecapades. So thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. That uh, I almost said Nick and Dave Mousecapades. The Mousecapades podcast. If you have an idea, question, or want to be a guest on the show, you can always contact us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text us 407-674-0414. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Hey, Vixter, it's about that time. Peace. Peace. Have a natural day, my friends. Maybe he's right. Maybe there is something in the matter of me. I just don't see how a world that makes us wonderful things could be bad. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? When you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything. Look at this treasures on the wolf. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, I think. Sure, she's got everything. I got gashes and gizmos aplenty. I got huge and I want this galore. Want to think of I got 20, but who cares, no big deal, I want more. I want to be where the people are, I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Flipping your fans, you don't get too far. Legs are quiet for jumping. Dead sense, strolling along on those. What's that word again? Stream. A play they walk, a play they run, a play they stay all day. And the sun wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. What did I do? If I can lay all of these waters, what do I pay to spend the day warm up a sand? The land, do you understand? Happy dog, rapper man, your daughters, bright young women, the ghost women, ready to start. I'm ready to know. Let people know 
ask my questions and yes, and answers. What's a fire and why is it? What's the word burn? When's it my turn? And I'd love, love to explore a trouble. Did I do it, Dad? I did it.